Welcome to the Brandon Bloom Podcast, the place to be to learn how to grow your business's visibility online organically. I'm your host, Liz Fleming. Let's dive right into this new episode. What's up, Bloomers? Welcome back to the Brandon Bloom Podcast. I'm really excited for this week's guest, Miss Lauren Allen. She is the founder of Corporate School Dropout. After over 15 years as a project manager professional, she's pivoted her skills to support new business owners to launch their business and create their corporate exit plan. Hallelujah. Lauren has aligned her passion for helping others with a multitude of resources to inspire, motivate, and empower them to make changes to serve their best life. Lauren, welcome. Thanks for hopping on. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I always, I find it funny when you read my bio back to me. I'm like, oh, (laughs) sounds so good. (laughs) (laughs) Damn straight. I love your mission and just what you're about. I can't remember. I think we first connected on LinkedIn. And I was looking for podcast interview opportunities. It was before I had mine. And I came across you and I was like, corporate school dropout. Yep, that's me. Uh I'm going to send this girl a message. She sounds awesome. And we had a great talk. It was so, it was just so fun. And now I'm circling back to have you on mine. So full circle, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. um, Thank you so much for the invite. Yeah, of course. So tell us a bit more about what you do who you help, and why you got started. Uh, Why I got started is I quit my job, sold my house, and moved to California on January the 19th of 2017 um, because I wanted something different. And I wanted to live at the beach. I've always, always, always loved vacationing at the beach. And I said, you know, can my life be like a vacation? Can I have this much fun all the time? And it turns out, yes, you can you can have a a life that feels like vacation. So long story short, I decided not to go back to corporate. I thought that I would just move to California and get a new, get a new job, but I found that it be found that to be completely um, too difficult for me. And I talk about it often of how going to interviews, I just felt numb, like some, like it's something was dead inside of me. And I finally decided that that wasn't the life that I wanted to lead. So I started a business after being inspired by so many other entrepreneurs and that I started uh, connecting with. And I started my first business, um, right hand business coach. And then about a year and a half into that, I had always been calling myself a corporate school dropout and I just thought it was mm-hmm. funny. So I, and I always wanted a podcast and all I was laying on a couch one afternoon and said, that's the title. That's my podcast. And I had to take a long road trip that following weekend. And by the time I arrived in my location, I had mapped out in like daydreaming as I was driving mapped out what the podcast was going to look like, the interview style, how I was going to launch it, like all the details. And so I put the, put the um, plan into place. And I think that was in September and I launched in April of the following year. So I've been actively, actively promoting my podcast and interviewing people for over a year and a half. Wow. So you really got your business started because of the podcast. Like that's what launched you into this new realm of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. I eventually, after a year and a half of running the podcast, I dropped right hand business coach and I've moved all of my one-on-one coaching 
podcast and now community membership community under the name of corporate school dropout because it really ultimately aligned with who I was, who I wanted to work with. And as you were saying, like I embody that name and I wanted, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be something that I could market everywhere and use it to its full capacity. Because like you said, when people see corporate school dropout, they say, tell me more. Yeah. (laughs) It's really straight up. It's a very straight up title. I love it. And it speaks to your brand so perfectly. And I love how you approach business so differently than most people. Definitely different for me. Like when I went out on my own, I was so scared and I was like, my, I need a website and I need all my social channels and I need everything to match and blah, blah, blah. And I love that your first focus was a totally different platform. It was podcasting, which at that time, you know, a few years back, it was still a very new thing. And I just love that you went for it because that's something that I didn't go for until March, 2020 when everyone was pandemic pivoting and um, whatnot. So it's, it's just great to see the success that you've earned from that. And I don't know if you wanted to talk a bit more about that, but podcasting is something new, definitely in the marketing sphere that a lot of small business owners are trying to figure out how to do. Do you want to share any tips about that? Sure. Um, Thank you so much. Now, it's probably the most fun thing that I ever do. Like, it is so fun. I love my podcast. I love the interviews. I love meeting the people. Like, I've been connected to people all over the world because of the podcast. And you know, I came up the stairs the other day, and uh, I told my my niece and nephew, "I was like, I just got off the phone with a man from Mozambique, and they are (laughs) looking at me like, what?" how is this possible? And I'm like, the power of online and, and podcasting. Totally. Like, it's amazing. So I treat my podcast very much like a business. It had its own business plan. It has its own marketing plan. It has its own branding. And that was really important for me to like build out. It has its own client avatar. And so it keeps me aligned. So mm-hmm. when people come to me and say, oh, I want to share my story, I get to, I, I get to say, like, does your story fit my scope? So mm-hmm. I get to weed out people who aren't good fits for the podcast. And I also get to, um, I get to say whatever I want, totally. which is amazing. Yes. But I also get to speak directly to my audience on a, on a weekly basis. And I think that is the long game, I think, when people say, oh, I want to start a podcast. And I always say, but why? Who are you going to be speaking to and what's the goal of the podcast? And for me, it was to grow awareness that corporate school dropout is, a, is an okay thing that you can leave the corporate industry and you can survive. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to share those stories of people who were doing it that were relatable. They're not multimillionaire, six figure plus, la, 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 <laughs> that doesn't feel attainable to the person who is still sitting at their desk saying, but how do I get there? Yeah. And one of my favorite things that you said on our podcast episode for Corporate School Dropout was you don't need permission. Like Uh, this is your freaking life, (laughs) you know, like times are tough for everyone, but there's, you're going to reach a point where you're either doing it or you're waiting to do it. And I love that. That's something that's actually really kept me going in many instances in my business. I'm like, listen to Lauren. (laughs) <laughs> hey, I still have to sell it to myself. Yeah. I, I, 
I recorded an episode on Monday, so I've started a new um, weekly bonus on Fridays, and it's five 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 minutes or so of me just kind of downloading something that I've learned along the way. And oh. on Monday, I recorded, and I got done with it, and I was like, oh, I don't like that. Like, it just didn't feel right. And so this morning, I finally was like, I know what I want to say. So I've re-recorded, and I feel comfortable. But it was it's all about... Um, Again, I can say whatever I want and I can change my mind and I don't have to publish the episode that doesn't align yep. and I can go <laughs> back and say, hold on a second. And I, even in the episode, I describe like I recorded a whole other episode, but I was low vibing mm-hmm. and it wasn't the right thing to say. Yeah. But now I'm high vibing. So let me share what I, <laughs> let me share this new, like, it, let me share what I've learned over the last few days just for myself. Definitely. So, That's like my favorite thing about podcasting is I can record something so easily, like just using the app on my phone. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of that is like inspiration finds me at the most random times as it does for most people. It's not when I'm sitting at my desk and like forcing out an idea. It's when I'm like in the backyard and my hands are covered in dirt, (laughs) you know, and I'm like in the garden or I'm running or whatever. I don't run, but you get the idea. So it's, um, it's podcasting has just been so amazing. And I, I really would love to see you listeners kind of try and capitalize on this platform yourselves. It's definitely worth experimenting. Um, so I kind of want to flip the script here. So you work primarily with women. Is that correct? Okay. Why is that? Because I like women. Me too, girl. I work primarily (laughs) with women as well. I just like to ask, I'm like, you know what? And a lot of it actually has to do with the corporate world, I'm sure, yeah. as it does for you. Yeah. Uh, most of the industries I worked in were very male-dominated, and I just, I don't know. I love women. I just want to, like, that's my zone now. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely, because men in corporate world do not have the same experience as women in corporate world, and mm-hmm. there's nobody that can ever argue with me and tell me that they did. Mm-hmm. They absolutely so do true. not experience the same culture, the same world, the same, um, they just, it's different, not the same. It's different. And I knew that I can only speak to my experience and I know that my experience resonates with so many women. So I don't even try to speak to men. Yeah. And that's why I'm talking to you. Definitely. (laughs) And that's why things like marketing become so easy when it's for yourself. And it's like, what resonates with you? you know, cause you're attracting the right people in that sense. You're not, you're not getting the Sunday scaries and like, you're not sitting in an office where you dread your life anymore and you're not shoving that true you down. Like the real you is alive and it's yeah. blooming and it's thriving and it's amazing. And that's why solopreneurs find so much success. And I love that. So are those some of, you know, the mindset obstacles that you help your followers, your audience, your clients, customers, like overcome, like what are the most common struggles that you hear from them that you help them with? So right now I've been talking about a lot of times, especially coming from the corporate world, we are so conditioned to reach for the highest goal and we want it all mapped out. And in entrepreneurship, that is great to have a high goal, but to be flexible with how it 
works out and how you attain it. And I find mm -hmm. that that is a huge obstacle for us corporate women who are very planning oriented, that when things start going sideways, we don't always like to be flexible to let things kind of flow and to happen as they happen mm -hmm. because I didn't plan this out. This isn't the way it was supposed to go. And we, we lean too heavily on our perfection. And I think we talked about this. Yeah. Oh my how, God. Yeah. Um, like perfectionists can kill your business and learning to let go of that perfectionism is one of the hardest obstacles as well, because we always have wanted to be perfect. You know, we turned in the perfect report. We did everything perfect in our business. I'm sorry, in, in our, in our workforce, mm -hmm. but letting things just flow is yeah. not our condition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so that's one of the biggest obstacles is, you know, we're, we're striving to get from A to Z without even starting at A. Totally. It's that perfection paralysis. We definitely talked about that. And I see that so much. Um, and I'd like to hear your take on this as a business owner, but with my clients, when it comes to marketing, I see the same thing. It's like, I don't, I have Instagram, I have Facebook. I don't know how to make them work. I post sometimes like my stuff is all over the place. I just, I don't understand marketing and they get stuck in that perfection hole, that perfection paralysis, and they feel like deflated and it feels foreign. So they just kind of play that wait and see game. And then years go by and they're like crawling back and they're like, I wish I listened to you, Liz, and I wish mm -hmm. I did this and this. So are there any, any marketing tools or strategies that you've used um, to promote your business and grow your business that you love that have worked really well for you? Um, I think you're going to agree with this, this one consistency. Totally. I show up every day Yes, and I put it on my, on my to-do list. I can see it. It says social media. I post on LinkedIn, Facebook, and then I have GBP group business personal. And Love then it. I cross those off as I'm going through. I was like, okay, I've posted in my business page. I've posted. And I think that this is something that I, I, I posted one time and you, you said, this is what I work on. <laughs> I, I try to make sure that I rotate like business with who I am personally yes. to share a little bit about who I am as a person. If you follow me, you know, I have a dog named Sunny mm -hmm. and like, she's all over my, my stuff. <laughs> I love her. But I also kind of, I like, I also realized that my, my audience is on LinkedIn. And so I post three times a week on Instagram because I want, I want to make sure that I keep that presence, but I really focus on LinkedIn and making sure again, that I'm sharing something useful or a value. I'm sharing something about myself. I'm sharing something about working with me, my podcast and my membership, something about who I am and my brand every single day. Consistency is so mission critical. <laughs> like regardless of if you're running a side hustle or if you're full-time solopreneurs like us, but I love hearing about different business owners processes for social media planning because most oftentimes like 99.9% .9 of the time it's their own little routine or system. And it's so simple. And there's so many business owners out there who think, 
that social media planning has to be so elaborate and you know you have to have a team of people publishing for you and you don't you just have to be consistent so mm -hmm. can i just take a quick poll like are you writing down um are you writing down your times for your content calendar or do you do it digitally I like to ask because so what like, do you mean? so like I know, um, clients and people that I've interviewed in, um, previous episodes who literally like will write out their content times or, you know, their planning for social, like on a clipboard or a piece of paper to remind them to post, or some of them do use like Trello and some use spreadsheets. So like, how are you planning? Yeah. Is it no. super simple? <laughs> It's on my to-do list. Yeah. It's on my to-do list. And when I get to that kind of area of the day and I'm like, oh, time to post. Yep. I go in and write it. I, I, I'm terrible about pre-planning. I've tried to do it's that. Hard. But I write what's on my heart for the day. And then I'm like, okay, does this message resonate on all the platforms or do I need to, have I posted have I shared something personal lately on Instagram? I have had shared something personal lately on LinkedIn. So I kind of rotate within the mm -hmm. same week. There'll be a very similar post on all of the, on all of my platforms, but they'll rotate. So I'm not saying the same thing every single day on each platform. Yeah. Um, Cause some people follow me everywhere and exactly, you know, who wants to be inundated with the same thing every single day? Like ugh, Lauren has said that five times already today, <laughs> but yeah. I really, I really just took the stress away of saying like, what time do I need to post? No, I get to it when I get to it. And when it feels right for me that day. Yeah. I, I do the same thing most days, but I always like to ask my podcast guests because everyone does it differently. Yeah. And I love to provide my listeners with that form of inspiration. Like it can literally be content planning can literally be a post-it on your desk. <laughs> like if you want it to be that and you can post when you're inspired, but you have to be consistent about it. So that's yeah. really important. And I love too, that you get the power of personal branding, which is something that I primarily teach inside my business. Personal branding is mm -hmm. a marketing tool. Like your business is, is not its own entity. You can't hide behind a logo or a website. You have to show up as you and things like a podcast and story focused posts that are also kind of combined with other business messaging is so important. And I love to hear that, that that's something that you do that's helped you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just signed a client a couple of weeks ago and I found out that she's been listening to me for a very long time and like laid, laid out the, all of the ways that she identified with me. Oh my and God. brought up like episodes and I was like, where, what episode was that? Like, I don't even remember <laughs> talking about that. So that's why I say like podcasting can be the long game because people have to continually hear you and continue and like, and build that like, know, and trust factor. And it doesn't happen overnight. So in a year and a half, people reaching out saying, I've been listening to you for a long time. And basically this person said, where do I send my money? I'm like, awesome. Like, <laughs> That's amazing. awesome. I am doing something right. If I've created an environment where you can feel so comfortable that I'm the business coach for you without even getting on the phone for like a discovery, it was literally mm -hmm. like, when can we start and where do I send my money? Yeah. Like she already knew you because of your marketing. Already knew. Yeah. yeah. 
And that, I mean, that's the power of organic marketing. Like you didn't spend a dime to obtain that client. You just overcame your fear and you started a podcast and three years later or however many years later, you are signing all these clients because of work that you've been doing for years. Yeah. And planting the seed. Yes, ma'am. Planting that (laughs) seed so you can bloom boldly. Um, And that is, you know, the beauty of the internet. I tell all of my clients, like the internet is forever. You can't just expect when you start something new and it's exciting for you, that's fantastic. But no one's watching you like you're not under a microscope Um, Mm -hmm. and no one really knows you exist. But the more consistent you are with your efforts, the more you're going to get seen and you're going to grow that momentum and that exposure over time. And that's what matters is that long game, you know, the short yeah. games for suckers. So I'm, I get excited when I hear <laughs> business owners who are, who get it. It's like, uh, oh, thank God. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And that when, when you reached out the other day, I was like, yeah, I want to talk to you. I haven't talked to you in so long. Absolutely. Liz. I know we get so heated when we talk. I'm like, gosh, just freaking listen. <laughs> um, so something else that you do really well, obviously, is you really get your community. You said before, you know, you know where to focus your efforts primarily in terms of social media. And that's something that excites and energizes me as a marketing coach, because that's something I teach my clients. Like you don't have to be everywhere all at once, all the time. You need to be where your audience is. And you said yours is on LinkedIn primarily, which is fantastic but you only know that because you've been seeding stuff on different platforms for so long and paying attention and observing. But now in your business, you've taken things kind of a step further and you've built your own community. Do you want to talk a bit about that? Cause it's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. So what's funny is for a year and a half on my podcast, I've been saying, you need to build a community. You need to build a community. Like it takes putting yourself into a position of being around women who are trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody around you is, is not striving for something new and different in their life, you won't either. And I was in the shower one afternoon and it came to me of like, Lauren, you build the community and you just invite them to join. Mm-hmm. Like you've been preaching this for a year and a half. I bet you, if you open this community, create it, send it out to the world, people will join. And that's exactly what happened. I love it. So the, the community is, is specifically designed for new and inspire and aspiring female dropouts. And so everybody in the community is either, let's see, I'm trying to think. Everyone has dropped out since we've started. We had two drop out of the month of June, no July. And Two have started. Two are also starting their businesses right now too. Oh, that makes my so, heart so happy. Yeah, oh, and and the God. the the premise of the group or the membership is not to you know quit your job. Like that's mm-hmm. not what I'm preaching. But I'm preaching choice and options, and you can do whatever you want. Well, and you're and, providing resources. Like right. that's something I. I just didn't have, I was doing everything myself. And if I could go back in time three years, that is the number one thing that I wish I had was a community of Mm -hmm. cheerleaders, you know, that weren't my mom. (laughs) Right. I I love her to death and whatnot. She gave me some great tips. She introduced me to Marie Forleo, Amy Porterfield, you know, all the big players. But that 
self-learning gets really overwhelming, especially from such big influencers, and they're so far ahead of me. I would have preferred a community that was people like me who are, yeah. you know, where I am, where I was, and like cheering me on. So I think it's just yeah. so amazing what you've started. So that's what I, I did have that situation. I did have that community early on when I started my business. And that's why I've been so passionate about creating a community for others. It's because I can pinpoint that that community helped launch me into entrepreneurship. And that was the community that I want to create for these women of like, hey, there's all these people just like you all over the country who are trying to do something different. And let's all come together and share our fears, share our obstacles, share our wins. Because as they said last week, you know, I feel like I can be myself in this group. And to me, I, I mean, it gives me chills now and it brings tears to my eyes because I remember thinking I can't tell my best friend that I want something new because she won't understand. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to create that safe environment so they can explore. Maybe, maybe the businesses that they start this over this month, maybe that's not what they end up with, but at least they're trying something new. Yeah. So that's so true. There's so much power in community. It's unbelievable. I, I recently started a membership program myself, the bloom crew. It's like a marketing mentorship mm -hmm. and it's so incredible how much more you can do as a group, you know, yeah. and it's, I have courses and I have other platforms where people can learn on their own, but I truly feel that people are tired of feeling alone in their businesses. And if you can provide a community, a safe space where, you know, people can come together and learn and support one another, it just sets them up for better success. I don't know you know, if you've seen that, I'm sure you have. Um, yeah. I've only, I mean, I started the Bloom Crew again in March. It was another way I pivoted. Um, mm -hmm. I, I knew that a lot of people needed that kind of marketing mentorship and they didn't have the money to just throw out all these courses and they didn't have the time to do the courses and they didn't have the time to meet with the coach and do all the stuff. So it's like yours. It's, it's like, do it yourself, but with a group. <laughs> and like, yeah. it's when you're in it, when you're a member of something, like as long as you're a member, it's the resources there for you. You don't, you're not forced to like finish a course or a program or hop on a call unless you want to do that stuff. But the beauty of it is there's that inspiration and that encouragement. And that's so important. That's something I definitely didn't realize as a business owner before. Yeah. So yeah. each month we have a theme and I kind of tailor my post to drive home that theme every month. And, you know, it's not a coaching uh, membership. Like I don't coach in, in, within the monthly membership, but I like I said, yes, I do provide resources and the, the majority of what I want to you know, do in this community is again, is to provide that support network. Mm -hmm. So, and so important. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Like I, I leave just as inspired as they do. Yeah. We get, me off, too. we get off the phone and I'm like, or the zoom and I'm like, yes, that was amazing. Yeah. This is amazing. My life is amazing that I get to have these women who just join me every month and we have these amazing conversations and, um, 
it just keeps me motivated to continue to grow the community and to build it out. And, and I think that's the beauty of, you know, our, our businesses and our business models is we get to just try things out. Yes. And we get to just experiment. And I think that that's another thing coming from corporate is we weren't allowed to try and experiment. So it's been a learning God, no. experience <laughs> as well of, you know, I'm I, nightmares tonight thinking back yeah. on this. <laughs> I'm like, Oh God. We get to expand and explore. And I think that is, uh, that is when you think for me, when I think of freedom and flexibility, that's what I, uh, it's not just time. It's the ability yeah. to explore. Yeah. And like, don't confine yourself to the walls of this business that you love, that you've built. It's your passion. You know, that's the beauty of not being in the corporate world. You can make your own rules and make it your own, just like you did. You started the podcast and then you started this community because you saw the need. And I love that. And I personally love that, um, the two platforms that you've started that have really grown your business are both really vocal and visual, you know, like people literally get on video with you. They still hear your voice. So it's like a seamless transition if someone's listening to your podcast and then they join your community. It's like, Oh my God, I've been with Lauren all this time. And yeah. you know, I'm still with her now in this different capacity. I just think that's so funny that like, it's, that's how you've evolved your business. It is surreal. It's yeah. surreal. The first time that people that we had our first group meeting and I, you know, went around the group of like, tell me how you found me. Like, how did you join? What inspired you to join? La, 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 la. And to find out that like so many of the people have been listening for so long. And then like one of the ladies said, oh, I was just waiting for you to open this up. She's like, oh, everybody else I listen to has some sort of way to join a membership or a this or a that. She was like, I was just waiting for you. Oh my God, that's adorable. I know. Oh, I love but people. What if, but what if I sat scared and I never published and I never exactly. showed up for myself and showed up for my business? Um, like how, how upsetting would that be now of like, oh man, I could have done so much more if I just would have showed up. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if you never went on that road trip and never thought of the podcast, like yeah. where you would, like everything would just be different. And when you yeah. get those ideas, you literally can feel that you're supposed to move forward with them. Like mm -hmm. you thought of the podcast and like, I've thought of, you know, all of my Brandon Bloom stuff, the 40 formula, all of it, like it comes to you for a reason, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and when you are given that sign, that signal from the universe, you have to move forward with it. Like you cannot be afraid and just take those baby steps because obviously it pays off, you know, the more that you do it. Granted, you know, the pandemic has made things a bit trickier for all of us, even us onlinepreneurs. Um, things have definitely slowed down, but the beauty of being online in some way is that you still have a sense of control somehow. Mm -hmm. And especially when you have your own community, you're not relying on things like your social media followers to dictate the success of your business. It's okay. I have this group of people who subscribe to my podcast or my email or my online community. And that's my focus. And mm -hmm. that's, that's the stuff that's going to keep your business alive. That's, the longevity factor. So, yeah. And that was the only thing I had energy for during totally. like that, that first bit of everyone stay home. That's all I could do. Yeah. Is I mean, just, 
I, I can publish my podcast. I can speak on my platforms. And that's the bare minimum. That's all. That's all I could offer for a couple of months. And I had to be okay with, I had to be okay with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I did a few interviews and somebody said, you know, how are you feeling? I was like, I'm on my B game, but I'm all right (laughs) with that because that's all I have right now. So, yeah. And people resonate with that honesty. Like it's, you're just real. You're a human being. And that's why (laughs) people are coming to you. You're not perfect. You're not like, I'm great a hundred percent of the time. So listen to my podcast. Um, (laughs) so yeah, I just, I love that you're willing to be vulnerable and that's what's required to grow a business and market a business well. So listeners, if you need some inspiration, that's the name of the game. (laughs) There's really no (laughs) rhyme or reason to it. You just have to get out of your shell and seek support and go for it. Um, So I'm really excited because you have a special offer for Brandon Bloom listeners. So you're offering them 10% off the first month of the Dropout Social Network, your community with code Bloom. So I'm going to put that in the show notes. So if you guys are interested, definitely go check that out. Um, Follow Lauren regardless. She is so insightful. So such a great resource. And then one question that I kind of like to end on is what kind of keeps you going? Like what what really inspires you in business right now? Is it a, a good book? Is it a podcast? Is it something on Netflix? I just I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> um it's my community. It's knowing that people people need to hear the message that they're not alone and I will carry that torch and make sure that they know. Yeah. That's such a great answer. That's so funny. Like that's exactly what the last guest on my podcast said when I asked her that question. And I feel like that's like the answer. (laughs) If your community is not what keeps you going, then you're in the wrong line of work. You're, you're not doing something that breathes life into you. And um, so it's definitely something to think about. But Lauren, this has been so awesome. I know we could talk for hours, but I need to cut it off. So thank you for being here. And thank you, Bloomers, for tuning in. You know, no matter how tricky life gets, remember that you've got this and I've got you. So thank you, Lauren. Thank you so much, Liz. It's been great. Did that go by too fast? No worries. You can always find me over at elizabethfleming.com. That's E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-F-L-E-M-I-N-G.com. For more information about my programs and how to take your learning further with me, there's also a free marketing checklist that you can get your hands on right now if you'd like. So head over to elizabethfleming.com for more. And if you loved this episode, I would love it if you left a review in return. It helps so much. So tell your friends about it. If you want to share it on social, the official show hashtag is Brandon Bloom Pod. And you can also tag me everywhere. I'm at Ms. Liz Fleming. That's M-S-L-I-Z-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. Everywhere on social media. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.